Hey, good morning. Good morning, my my fellow travelers on the path. Skip here, 9.30 a.m., August 2nd. A rainy, rainy day out here where I live. That's a good thing. We have struggled of late to uh, have enough moisture in the soil, so this I think we're talking maybe a good three inches of rain, so it's, it just keeps coming. So that's a good thing. What a great metaphor, right? A uh, little rain makes things grow. Excuse me while I get a drink. <clears throat> I want to talk about a very subtle, <clears throat> a very important topic in today's episode. I want to talk about intention. Not attention, although that could be another episode. But intention. What do you intend? What's your motivation? What, what's your agenda behind something? Now, we need to be very clear that humans all have mixed agendas. They all have mixed intentions. That no one is, at least no one I've ever met, <clears throat> is truly uh, selfless in their intention. That there's always a piece of, of what we need, a piece of what we want, a piece of who we think we are, a piece of who we really are in our motivations towards a decision, towards how we approach reality. That's what makes spirituality real work. You know, I, <laughs> there are times, my friends, when I wish... <clears throat> when I wish it was just as easy as believing something, it is not. Uh, it is about being something and to be something, to be that love, that kindness, that generosity, means you have to be self-aware. To be self-aware means you have to question your motivations, your attention, your intentions. Uh, you have to be aware enough to do that. And that's a real struggle. <clears throat> uh, and it's a real frustration. It's a frustration when we, when we do it to ourselves, when we, when we think about our motivations. And it most certainly is a, a struggle when you're trying to discern and understand other people's intentions, motivations, and agenda. So let's just be upfront about the fact that no one's intentions are perfect. No one's motivations are selfless completely. That we all have... Um, these needs and wants and understandings that we we put into the world and they affect our intention. Now here's the thing though, and here's what I want to talk about. That we are so programmed. We are so... Uh, we have a lot of old tapes running in us. We've got a lot of programming that have been... that has been given us. We We have a lot of cultural and religious and institutional conditioning that we are a product of. And because of that, the difficulty in talking about one's own intentions is that often <laughs> we have been <clears throat> programmed to not understand uh, the difference between good and bad intentions, between, you know... It, it, is my intention here, is my agenda here 
for the benefit of myself and for others, or is it harmful and I'm just fooling myself? And <clears throat> I will tell you, I think if we're honest with ourselves, we've all crossed those lines. Those lines blur very easy. And so it takes a lot of sort of, you'll hear the thunder behind me. Uh, it takes a lot of concentrated uh, questioning and self-awareness and discerning to, to understand. So let me, let me try to unpack that. That may have sounded a little convoluted, but I want to try to unpack that. Let's say that um, you're raised by an ultra-conservative Christian family. Not just picking on that religion, there are plenty who do it, but let's just say you, you are raised by, some, by, a, by a group of people, and I knew people like this, who you know, did not allow dancing or did not allow rock and roll. Um, that programming resides in you. And I, I know people to this day who struggle to break from that. And it does color and affect every decision they make. Now, for me, <laughs> you know, I get far more out of going to a rock and roll show than I ever would out of going to somebody's church that's going to tell me everyone else is going to hell. Um, so I guess I was not burdened with that too much. Uh, so it's important for us to know that that we have a a motivation uh, that is always rubbing up against these false understandings of reality that, that we have. And that often those false understandings of reality, because they seem to block or keep us from acting on the good stuff, the expressive stuff of being human, uh, we, we never fully experience what it means to be human. We never fully experience those deep intentions we know are right and good that we want to express in healthy ways. We don't. Uh, and that affects who, who, who we're in relationships with, who we encounter every day. And so what I'm trying to say here, folks, is sometimes the world and the false boundaries that it proposes tells us that, that our intention is wrong when it's really good and right. And we have to be aware of that. Let me give you another example. Let's say that, that a, a child, I, I play guitar, I have for years. I love playing guitar. But let's say a child picks up a guitar and they're not very good. No one is when we begin. If they're discouraged, what's implanted in them is that their intent 
to learn something, their intent to be expressive with this instrument is wrong. If they're told that you know, that was terrible or you'll never learn how to really play, you know, terrible things like that, that squashes, that demeans, that diminishes their intent, their motivation, their energies to learn how to play that instrument. I contend simply that that is more prevalent, and I'm not just talking about a kid learning guitar, but I'm talking about who we are as humans, that the false reality that we've created tells us that many of our intentions are bad when they're not. Maybe there's someone who has been taught their whole life to judge anyone but their religion, but they encounter someone who's different. They encounter someone from a different religion or a different culture or a different orientation to life, and they find that they like this person, and they find that this is a decent person. This happens a lot, by the way. That's why relationships are important. You, you find that this person who you have been told is wrong your whole life isn't. That impinges upon your ability to uh, be friends, to be colleagues, to be partners with this other person. And so the, the difficulty of, of, of spirituality is that discerning, that process, and we talked about the three Ps, that perception, the process, and the, and the producing of reality, that process has to be understood. And it has to be understood to have within it these false notions of what it means to be human. The other difficulty to this is that, and, and you'll probably find this, is that you may be in a relationship, relationships, you may encounter other, you will encounter other people who absolutely have no clue that's part of the equation. That they are so ensconced in learned belief, learned behavior, programmed functioning, that they would probably tell you you're insane if you told them that, you know, you're discerning, you know, uh, certain things. If you told someone who who truly believes that everyone's going to hell except for them, that you, you believe otherwise, and this has happened to me, my friends. I'll, I'll give you a story in a second. They're going to, they're going to, to think you're insane and you're going to hell because they're programmed. I hate to use the word brainwashed, but they are. Let me tell you, let me tell you a story. Many years ago, we're talking 1998, probably. So a few days ago, I was uh, just beginning my educational process. I began later in life. That's okay. Uh, I was uh, loading trucks and unloading trucks at a, at a large uh, distribution center for a large clothing company. And I was doing this part-time, going to school part-time. And... Uh, there was another uh, a kid younger than me, maybe five, ten years. I don't remember how old he was. He, he seemed younger than me. 
And he was also going to school to pursue religious studies. And we ended up in a conversation one day, and, and because I was getting a religion degree and, and doing these things, he made the assumption that, as, as many people do, that I believed like him. And it turned out that he was a very uh, rigid, very sort of fundamental, uh, uh, you know, fundamentalist when it came to the Christian understanding. And he was quite shocked, <clears throat> quite shocked when I said, well, you know, basically I don't think that way. And from that day on, I don't, I'm not sure he talked to me. <laughs> but that's what happens, right? This, this young man was so inculcated, so programmed. His intentions were so part of the institution he was in that he could not discern or understand anything else. Well, we all have a little of that because we've all been taught this is right, that's wrong. And sometimes, folks, that's correct. You know, robbing a bank is wrong. Not robbing a bank is right. Got it. Being kind is right. Being mean is wrong. Although, I have to say, those lines blur too, right? Maybe you have a reason to rob a bank, unfortunately. Uh, Still not right. But... Um, what I'm talking about is a much more subtle sort of thing that, that when you have a, an urge or a feeling that those old tapes and programs pop up that you've been taught that will tell you you can't. Let's say you're 50 years old and you want to learn how to play saxophone or paint or whatever and your intent is to better yourself. There's going to be a lot of old tapes, and I've seen this too. There's going to be a lot of old tapes that pop up that say, well, you're too old, or you can't, or that's not really for me. Even though your intent and agenda is is deeply true and, and your motivations are right and good, you want to express yourself. So my point is this. Know your intention. Know your agenda. Know the ramifications of the choices around that. Know the old tapes in yourself and realize that in others, you know, and the the person who tells you you can't learn the saxophone at 50, that that's their intention and agenda. That's their programming at work. Anyway, there you have it. I will talk to you real soon, and I thank you for your time. Uh, Take care, my friends. Bye-bye.